Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. You don't always have to like him. But you have to respect him. The Roy Green Show continues. The Roy Green Show continues on the Chorus Radio Network. There uh, is an e-petition on the Government of Canada website opposing any changes to the House of Commons rules, like uh, members of Parliament sitting just four days a week, and the Prime Minister being available for just one day to take questions from MPs. So this electronic petition was started by a Calgary resident. There are now almost 20,000 signatures in just three days, maybe more than 20,000. It was close to that when I checked a few hours ago. Michelle Rempel is the Conservative Member of Parliament who has sponsored this petition, and Michelle Rempel will join us in the next hour on the show. Now, I want you to imagine being the mother of a child, uh, and another mother says this to you. It's almost, it's almost, it's hard to believe someone would would be so um, thoroughly cruel. Another mother said, you deserve to have your child die. And why? Because my guest, Rachel, who's decided to not vaccinate her child, is attending school with vaccinated children. And Rachel told me she's unsure what uh, Alberta's Bill 28 might mean to her and her child. And it's provincial legislation focused on children being vaccinated, not just to be fair to everybody. So we all know what this is about. I took a look at uh, Bill 28 information from the Alberta government's website, And I'll just read you a little bit of what they say. Uh, Government is addressing these issues. Well, current immunization rates in the province are not high enough to prevent outbreaks of some vaccine-preventable diseases. When an outbreak occurs in a school, health professionals must track down missing student immunization records, which slows their ability to respond to the outbreak and protect children's health. Government is addressing these issues with proposed amendments to the Public Health Act. Bill 28 would facilitate more efficient collection of student enrollment information to help identify students with incomplete immunization records, contact with parents and students who do not have complete immunization records to request immunization information, provide information on the benefits of immunization and the risks of not immunizing if needed, explain current policy that requires unimmunized students to stay home in the event of an outbreak, Parents of students with missing immunization information will be asked to provide the student's immunization record. Just a little more here. Complete or update missing immunizations. Provide a letter indicating a medical exemption has been granted or sign a form indicating they choose not to immunize immunize their child. Parents who decide not to update their child's immunization information will be informed they're required to keep their children home if certain highly contagious vaccine preventable diseases such as measles occurs at their school. In some cases, children may need to stay home for several weeks. That's from the Alberta government. Let me say hello to Rachel, who uh, she and I uh, talked a couple of days ago and after after I received an email from her. Hi, Rachel. Hi. Uh, It's good to talk to you, and I I would like you, if you would, just explain to our listeners why it is you, you contacted me. Why was it important to get you know, to tell the story, your story and your and your child's story. Well, I uh, with the recent mumps outbreak, it's kind of what 
brought it to the forefront for me. Uh, I decided to write my MLA a letter, uh, an email regarding the Bill 28 and what it means for the safety of my child, frankly, Um, and also needing some clarification about the bill because it just seems so difficult to find information about it. Um, And so anyways, you know, I read the email to my father and, and it was probably about a week later and he said, you know, I really, I really, really feel that this issue needs to, to get out there and it's a problem and, and we need to address it. And, you know, I really think you should email that letter to the Roy Green show and uh, see what happens. And I was petrified because of the thought of being attacked. Um, and I thought, but, you know, that that's the problem here. That is the problem is, is being attacked. So um, that's what I did. I, I emailed it and we went from there. So... We have a lot to talk about, and I'm glad you did get in touch with me because it is an issue that needs to be discussed. Yeah. And, and it, we need to hear the parents who made the decisions not to vaccinate their children. I spoke with Andrew Wakefield, who, of course, was at the center of, uh, of so much of the controversy over immunizing and not immunizing, and that was just, uh, I spoke with him twice on the air, and that resulted in several months' worth of uh, emails, people either agreeing or being absolutely just furious yeah. at, uh, at, uh, at what uh, the former Dr. Wakefield said. Um, Rachel, I, I just looking at this, this, uh, this quote, you and I talked about this, and you mentioned that another mother said to you, you deserve to have your child die. I mean, that's so far off the scale. You wonder how could anybody be so <laughs> cruelly angry yeah. and, and say yeah. those words to you? Yeah, I um, I was I was told that I should have my uh, children taken away from me, um, that I should never be allowed to use the hospital, that I should not be allowed to see the doctor for any reason, um, and I hope that uh, my child suffers a vaccine preventable disease and dies. And I've also been told that my child should have to wear a sign that shows others she's a walking threat to society. So those are the things that were said to me, and um, it shook me to the core, obviously. Um, it made me scared. It made me scared for my daughter, um, and it made me change the way I, I live my life, frankly. Wow. Um, and and the, the reason I, I choose not to, I really don't feel is relevant. That's between me and my doctor, Um and it was a medical decision that, that we came to together. He helped me um, come to that decision that for the safety of her uh, specifically, it was a medical decision. But that shouldn't matter. You know, are you born with it or is it a chosen lifestyle? It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter the reason. And as far as I'm concerned, nobody should ever say those words to any other person doesn't matter what the topic. No, so those absolutely should not. never be said. Absolutely not. That should never be said, and uh, no apology would be no. would, would would do the trick here. That's no. that's that's really really brutal. Nor should you feel that you have an obligation to explain to everyone. Right. This is why my child is not vaccinated because we made a informed decision with the doctor's input. But that's not your responsibility to, to just 
try to make everybody understand because no. there'll still be people who feel the way they do. No, it it shouldn't it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter what what religion you choose if that's the religion you choose. It shouldn't matter. It, you know, what the reason behind the choice you make for your life and for the the future of your child, it shouldn't matter. No, let me take and, a, um, let, let me just take a quick break. We'll come back and we're going to talk more about this whole situation with Rachel and her child and, uh, and and what's been going on and what is going on. And Rachel will also include, uh, she'll be talking to you, we'll include your calls and you can talk to Rachel, ask her questions. And maybe there are other parents who've made the uh, no vaccination decision uh, or parents who have and you have uh, questions you want to ask. I, I think it's very brave for Rachel to agree to go on the air and, and, and take calls given that she's already been told by this one person that you deserve to have your child die. 1-800-263-2428 is my number, 1-800-263-2428. If you'd like to speak to Rachel and ask her a question, so you may take a few minutes before we get to calls. We'll take a break and come back and uh, continue on The Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Standing up for the little guy for the greater good. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Send your emails to Roy at uh, RoyGreenshow.com. Just reading a um, a piece that was um, put out by the University of Michigan, and it starts, this is the way it starts. Vaccinations against life-threatening diseases are one of the greatest public health achievements in history. Literally millions of premature deaths have been prevented, and countless more children have been saved from disfiguring illness. There is uh, no question that the official position is that um, that vaccination is necessary, that it saves children from illness and saves children from uh, from from death. And uh, there is no room. Often, there's no room for negotiating between the two camps: those who say, "Yes, you must vaccinate children," and those who say, "No, I'm not going to vaccinate my child because my child, my decision." And in Rachel's case, a decision that was made in tandem with with her doctor. And uh, and again, when you have someone say to you, you deserve to have your child die, that's absolutely just unconscionably brutal. 800-263-2428 is my number, 1-800-263-2428. Do you have a question for Rachel, the mom who decided that her child's not going to be uh, vaccinated? Uh, you Are you a parent who's decided the same, or do you take a very strong position that vaccination is necessary. We'll talk about this. Rachel, do you uh, do you get a lot of you're endangering your child? Whether people actually say it out uh, loud to you directly or whether they couch what they say to you somewhat, do you hear that a lot? Uh, well, I mean, I used to. And I, I should say, you know, when you said that person said it to me, it was actually more than one. It was numerous people who said it. Uh, it was about three years ago when we had a pertussis outbreak. And, um, you know, so obviously there was fear involved and and the parents decided to uh, attack me and decided it was my fault that this was happening. Um, and so they justified it. They justified their treatment by, um, you know, in the name of science, in the name of health and, 
and public safety. Uh, I'm not I'm not saying that you shouldn't vaccinate your child. I'm not that is not what I'm saying. What I am saying is how you treat me and how you treat my child based on our decision that should be considered just the same as any other medical decision we make with our doctor. It is private. I do not ask your status of your son if he's circumcised. I don't have the right to do that. I don't have the right to judge. I don't have the right to say anything. So what makes you have the right to say it to my child? If my child is HIV positive, they are legally allowed to attend school and not even inform the school. So my child cannot be uh, harassed or, or treated poorly, which they shouldn't be if they were HIV positive, but they can be if they're not vaccinated and they don't have a disease at the time. I mean, it just doesn't, it blows my mind. It blows my mind how people think this is okay. And, and it's all over. And I understand it's a hot button topic. I understand that it's important. Obviously it's the life of our children and, we have to find another way. We have to find a way to work together and and come together and say, okay, you know, I'm not I'm not against them saying if, you know, this is the policy, you have to stay home. But how are we going to respect the privacy and protect the the safety of these children? They don't do it for hepatitis B positive children, but yet my child doesn't have a disease and yet she has to be on a list. And who's going to protect that list? Who's going to have access to that list? What if a parent stormed into that school and said, I have the right to know. You show me that list. What, what, are, what is the protocol? I don't know. You know, it's different in a small, in a small town yeah. than it is in a big city. I wanted to ask you about that. Uh, just generally, attitudinally, are things different in, in large urban centers than they would be from maybe in a smaller um, a rural area? Well, yes and no. I think it depends on the area. Um, you know, I've I've had friends of mine um, in a medium-sized city in Alberta. Ha- they've had the same thing. They've actually threatened, you know, death threats against their children. So it it happens everywhere. But I think the advantage of being in a bigger center is that you can possibly change schools. You can find a, a peer group that is uh, similar to you. And you know, when it feels like I'm the only one, um, it's a little different. And and it's um, you know, you're the black sheep, so you stick out pretty, pretty. Strong. Has it has it been made clear to you uh, that that some parents don't want your child in the classroom, or even in the proximity of, of their kids who are vaccinated because they're fearful your child because your child isn't vaccinated could be carrying an illness that uh, passing it on to to their kids. Well, I'm sure it would. Um, Like I said, three years ago, this is what was said. Um, We were actually uh, in a different school at that time. Um, I'm I'm hoping that um, it doesn't come to light, and this was why I wrote the email. I'm trying to keep the the privacy for us. So I I don't know exactly what would be said, but it's, it's the experience I've already had and then the fear of, what could happen. And, you know, fortunately, it didn't happen to my daughter at that time, to her face. But what if, what if it happens this time? What if, you know, the entire school um, gets on board and, and, you know, just the, the possibility of what could happen to her is what I'm trying to prevent. You're trying to prevent illness by giving a vaccine. Well, I'm trying to prevent cruelty 
and uh, discrimination against my daughter. So, you yeah. know, we're all trying to prevent um, <laughs> bad things from happening to our children. No, you can actually, uh, you can see how a situation such as this might lead to uh, some kids feeling they'd have a, a green light to bully your child. Oh, absolutely. If the parents, yeah, absolutely. the parents question why the child is in school in front of the kids and talk, you know, in, in frightening ways or ways that would frighten their kids, yeah, you could see how your uh, your child would be on the other end of uh, some some bullying yeah. quite quickly. Yeah, that that hasn't happened, though, right? That hasn't happened. Uh... Well, it hasn't happened. No, um, not yet, and I hope that it doesn't. I that's what I'm trying to stop. And you know, I'm at this time. She is still invited to birthday parties, but you know, chances are, uh, if this got out and everybody knew our status, then all of a sudden, guess what? Oh, she wouldn't be welcome to, you know, have a play date. She wouldn't be welcome to do, go to the birthday party. So, you know, they, they segregate, people segregate and, and it's happened in history and it's wrong. I always think it's wrong. So the, the people in, in the community you live in, they don't have, they don't all know what your situation is and no. that your daughter hasn't, uh, no. your child hasn't been vaccinated. No, in fact, she she knows not to say a word. Uh, she's she's pretty sharp. She's pretty. Unfortunately, she's had to be uh, trained on how to avoid the topic and what to say and how to get out of the situation and and how to protect herself. Because um, no way, no way would I ever say anything uh, because it's just too scary. I've already had that happen to me once, and um, I'm hoping and praying that maybe that parent has either forgotten or maybe thought that we vaccinated now. I don't know. But um, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to say, hey, guess what? Do you know this? Uh, I'm not going to risk it. Just still hold on. We're going to come back. We'll come back with Rachel, and we will include your phone calls at 1-800-263-2428. 1-800-263-2428. Do you have a strong opinion, one way or the other, about... Uh, Childhood vaccinations. Do you feel that all children should be vaccinated? Or is it the individual parents? I just want to know how you feel. Is it the individual parents' right and responsibility to make the decision concerning their kids? And uh, would that not trouble you if, if your kids were playing with a kid who wasn't vaccinated and your kids are? Is that, a, is that an issue for you? How much of a how much of an issue is vaccinating kids not vaccinating kids? If you're not uh, if you're somebody who you know who has kids who are not vaccinated, are you running into the similar situation uh, Rachel is experiencing? I just want to know what's happening out there and what the mood and the sentiment is about vaccination for kids. 800-263-2428.